Wow. We've recorded 30 plus episodes. It's a lot. Yeah, I'm so proud of us. <laughs> really? And for like, what is it? Two years? Two and a half years? Yeah, it's crazy. When I, I had to count twice to actually uh, kind of realize that it is 30 plus episodes now. Mm. I'm Malin Litt. I'm Evelina Lundqvist and you're listening to Love Zero Waste. In this episode, we're going to wrap up season three and talk a bit about what's happening during season four. We haven't recorded anything since before Christmas, so we are super excited to be here talking to you right now. I'm really digging our new sound. Big shout out to Michael Steinkellner of Merlin Sound for the revamped jingle. Yeah, I love it too. And this is actually like what Evelina and I have been thinking of since I don't know for how long we have been discussing. We need to like give some uh, rebirth to the podcast to um, kick off the transition that we are making from the last two years and what we actually are aiming for for the coming I don't know maybe two years three years mm, yeah something like that and actually when we started the podcast we kind of planned out the first three seasons all at once I haven't realized it until in hindsight when you talked about it the other week in another conversation uh, that that's how we did it yeah uh, so now we are kind of planning future content for everybody who's listening yeah so for all of you that didn't hear what I was saying for some weeks ago or a week ago then Evelina was actually envisioning when we started out the podcast started up the podcast two years ago Evelina had the sight, had the vision for what we would do for the first 15 episodes, which equals one and a half year of work. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And I think what is most crazy about podcasting is how much work flows into each and every episode. I, I mean, when we do like Instagram lives or more live kind of oriented episodes, those are easier. But the ones with interviews, mm. it is so much work to put everything together yeah yeah really so a big shout out to every single podcaster out there you're all doing a great job <laughs> yes indeed we, we 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 feel you yeah we do <laughs> if you are a new listener to love zero waste we are obsessed with zero waste solutions Love Zero Waste is the podcast where we explore the latest zero waste and circular economy developments. We examine business models, innovations and trends. We talk to leading activists, entrepreneurs, educators, designers, policymakers and scientists working on solutions across the planet to create large scale change for a truly circular zero waste future. Evelyn and I aim to inspire and educate you to help close the loop and contribute to changing the fact that two-thirds, I repeat, two-thirds of all raw materials put into the global economy every year end up as waste. Yeah, it's crazy. Since the start of the Love Zero Waste podcast back in January 2019, we've been learning by doing, and this I mean literally, 
everything from planning, testing out equipment, learning all the software that could be used for podcasting, editing, everything. And last year, that's 2020, we started to explore different formats and narratives, which I hope you listeners have understood yourself because it's a very, very vast difference from the episodes we made two years ago and the ones we made last year. So we have been trying out live podcasting on YouTube and Instagram, um, regular podcasting and one long, massive episode. Mm -hmm. Based on yeah. 12 interviews. Mm -hmm. For like four weeks. Yeah, that was nuts. And intense, really. Indeed. <laughs> and we've also been diving deeper into specific topics such as biomimicry plastic pollution and zero waste trends in Europe. I think actually that's my favorite episode uh, because it was so intense and we I think we learned a lot. I learned a lot uh, looking into zero waste trends in Europe. Uh, it was very mm. in incredibly educational and then we squeezed it, it all into an episode which was like one hour and seven minutes I think. Um, yeah. Really, and also talking about system change. This was the first time we actually were scanning a mm -hmm. continent and trying to find this good, these good examples that actually are exemplifying the mm -hmm. transition that yeah. is made. Yeah, and I mean, of course, there are so many more things happening in Europe uh, than we could fit in the episode, but really trying to find these mm. kind of threads uh, that will lead to change or lead to clues uh, about what will actually make change happen. I think that was super interesting. Yeah. I think there are a few things that we can promise you regarding the coming Love Zero Waste episodes that we're going to keep experimenting with different formats. Yesterday, we just did our first clubhouse discussion. Uh, we didn't record that one. We might do in the future, though. What, what, what is your reflections from yesterday, by the way? Well, it was really fun. Um, it was more sort of a relaxed discussion with a lot of reflections and insights. Mm -hmm. But what I would really, really like to try is to use the Clubhouse uh, space more for like rapid ideation. So maybe workshops even. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that anybody who's been on Clubhouse or if you don't know what Clubhouse is, it's kind of the latest, hottest app <laughs> for iPhone users only at the moment. They're working on the Android version also of the app, uh, but it's an audio chat um, chat room app. Um, it's uh, very hyped right now and there are discussions uh, on all kinds of topics from democracy to makeup to environmental issues to, yeah, I don't know. It's a huge range of topics. Yeah. And we organized yesterday our first discussion on, on zero waste. Very interesting. But I, I totally agree with you. Uh -huh. I think it can be explored further in workshop formats. Yeah. Um, what we can also promise you that we're going to continue creating content, diving into what we think are the most interesting topics within the zero waste uh, and circular economy sphere. That's how we've been working so far. Um, but we are, as always, super open to suggestions on topics that are related to systems change, especially. We do sometimes get requests uh, for how to incorporate zero waste in your private life. And we've done a bit on that. Uh, but the topic that we find most interesting is how to create this large scale 
systems change. So that is where our hearts are beating, <laughs> extra mm. beats when we talk about that. Really? Um, and we can also promise you that uh, we've got really good content in the pipeline for everyone working in a business or other type of organization that are committed to or willing to commit to a zero waste business development journey. So more about that in coming episodes. And I think in general, we have so many good things coming your mm -hmm. way. And it's not only podcast episodes, we've got some other stuff coming too. Yay. And even not only uh, audio formats. Yeah, it's exactly. Other, other kinds of formats as well. Hmm. So Evelina, looking back at the last season, what would be your top takeaways? Yeah, this was very <laughs> interesting when I was thinking about it. Um, I think I, I want to start with a heavy one. It, it's really a main takeaway how bad the situation is. I mean, we often have a kind of a bubbly discussion between the two of us in the podcast. We have a kind of a light tone, I guess. Uh, but I really want to emphasize that. And I think it's important for all of us in this sphere to sit with this that it's bad, it's urgent, the waste situation is completely out of control and it's not looking good mm. <laughs> at all. I think, that's, uh, I think that's super important and that's also what drives us to continue. Um, I think that's super important to sit with that. Yeah. That would be my first kind of general takeaway. Mm. Interesting, good takeaway. Mm. What about you? Well... I have one thing that is connected to what you're saying about the depth of the problem and the challenge. Mm. Um, and I've actually had it on my mind for the last weeks because there is this discussion, at least among scientists, I suppose it's also in other spaces, but I heard it from some scientists about the zero waste concept and as well also about the circular economy as if that would be something that's irrelevant and off topic mm -hmm. that yeah let that the focus should be on less consumption rather than less waste and yeah well i would like to say i do get that but i also don't mm. or like i do understand it in theory but zero waste is also about consumption it's not a concept that's unconnected to the way we consume because it's all about how we produce what we consume. So it is connected. Mm. But then listening to these scientists, if we only have the main focus with the consumption, I also feel that it's so easy to push back the responsibility to the individual, which is a topic that we have been discussing mm. so much on the podcast, like how the burden that individuals have on like, um, instead of saying, well, what's put on the market should be uh, zero waste from mm. the beginning, then the scientists were more arguing for, well, if the individual make the right choices, then the market will mm. follow. But then it's like, what happens on the responsibility for the uh, producers or what's uh, about the responsibility for the public sector? Mm -hmm. it, it feels so, I don't know. I, I totally understand the problem with consumption, but focusing only on that feels like you're almost minimizing the problem that we are aiming for, the two-thirds mm -hmm. of raw material mm -hmm. that end up as waste every yeah. year. I don't know. It, it just 
it's been in my head for a while and yeah so that would be one thing that I've had also from from the last season mm. so the combination of the global circularity gap that we have been diving deep into with the 90%, mm. which is the gap. So only 10% actually cycle back to the economy. And that in one sense is, of course, a huge a net cost because we have underutilized mm. resources. And on the other hand, we have been discussing the consumption as well. But I mean, it, it feels also so almost taking a step backward if you're only focusing on theories and approaches rather than making a difference in mm-hmm. practice. It's so easy to to say what is good or what is the right thing to do or what is not the right thing to do in theory, yeah. um, but we do need to take action in practice. Yeah, yeah I, I, I hear you. And I think... I think that was also in our clubhouse discussion yesterday and no shade on the participants uh, in the discussion. Uh, you were all brilliant, but I think it's it's mm. so easy and not only derived from the discussion on clubhouse yesterday, but in every single zero waste discussion that we've had with other people and also maybe amongst ourselves, it's so easy to slip back into the what can I do because that that is kind of what you sometimes at least that you can control something and that might be your own behavior Mm. to some extent and even businesses like when we have been talking with representatives of business and we ask well what can you do and then it's so easy to fall back into the individual perspective what can the individual Mm. do and not in terms of market transformation but in terms of in your private Mm. life and that's I just feel that it's not solving any problem at all. Yeah, and I think we will be coming back to this question until uh, we have solved the fact that two-thirds of all of our materials that are put into the global economy every year end up as waste. Until we have solved that problem, we're going to keep returning to it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, really. Yeah, it's it's a very important point. Yeah. Did you have another takeaway, Evelina, from the last season? Yeah, I have one, um, which is um, it probably sounds rather naive, but we've been doing a lot on microplastic beads, microplastic fibers, and even natural fibers um, that doesn't dissolve uh, as rapidly as scientists have thought in in the past as of the natural fibers Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you go back on on soundcloud or in the app where you're listening to the podcast you can see that we've done a lot of on this topic and i think for me it's been a revelation that waste doesn't stop um, or the consequences of waste do not stop just because you can't see the waste I mean, it's all around us in in the shape of these microplastic beads, for example, or the microplastic fibers that are in the air that we breathe in our homes or um, coming out of the, the washing machine water into the plumbing system. It's really been striking. I, I was taking a walk the other day and I was looking at a stream that I was passing by and I was thinking, how much waste is in mm. there <laughs> that we can't see with the so the eye. invisible waste just uh, got a new dimension with the fibers yeah exactly exactly i think also the worst thing that i know i'm just <laughs> <laughs> now i'm being dramatic but that glitter is a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> i kind of knew but how bad it is also the the kinds of glitter the mika glitter uh, which is has a kind of a good reputation in the among people that are in the environmental sphere is also a really bad idea um and that also symbolizes to me how much work that we still have to yeah. do. 
yeah, there's so much left to be done. Yeah. Do you have another one? Yeah. Um, one thing that have been almost the umbrella concept of all of these different uh, themes that we have been exploring throughout the last season, I think also is about participatory processes. It could be participatory design, participatory governance, participatory anything. It's mm. together that we are creating a zero-waste society. And that, I think, have been so strong. Mm. And I also learned or understood that the the main thing about participatory processes is not to just do it. It's about the process of making it the opposite to top down. It's rather crowdsourced and community based. Mm. And we have seen this in many many episodes, Evelina. Like mm. turning a city or region zero waste. And we also talked about it in uh, in the episode from fire to flames. And mm. even in zero waste trends in Europe. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. and build back better. Yeah. Yeah, it's a recurring theme. And I would love to do even more on it. I think it's super interesting. Maybe we do it like a quick shout out to anybody who's working on projects that are participatory and super inclusive to yeah. reach out to us. We want to we wanna talk to you. We want to know more about what you're working really? on. Really? Let's dive deep into participatory governance. Yeah. And especially, I think, when companies are involved. Mm-hmm. as well public private partnerships yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah please reach out to us mm-hmm. so evelina what's your last last thing yeah my last one is um uh is on a more positive note and uh, that there are so many people working on every level of society in every corner of the planet to make this transition to circular economy and kind of a zero waste future happen and that the topic is gaining more and more traction. And that is not only um, kind of what we've seen through doing our podcast, but we're get, I'm getting that uh, feedback uh, and I'm getting that information uh, from other podcasts uh, on circular economy, on zero waste, uh, in the media. Uh, this topic is gaining traction. I love it. Um, yeah, so that is very positive that we are so many working on whatever thing that we can uh, to contribute to this transition. Yeah, I think that's a wrap on that discussion. In this episode, we have two calls to action. Yeah. So, number one, check out our new website. Woohoohoo! We have <laughs> lovezerowaste.biz and subscribe uh-huh. to the Love Zero Waste newsletter. There you can learn everything about zero waste, I would say. Maybe not everything, but at least a lot. Um, We will be happy to send you newsletters and tell you more about our insights and share our road or or journey towards Mm -hmm. zero waste society. So do that. And then we have a second call to action. Yes, and that is to join the Zero Waste Challenge in the Deedster app. That's a really cool way of reducing your environmental footprint and to learn a lot about zero waste while challenging your family friends or colleagues to do the same we'll put the link to the deedster app in the show notes and you know what i actually learned on a podcast for podcast makers that nobody knows what show notes are <laughs> so maybe we'll just take a, a second to explain the show notes um, the show notes you find in the app 
where you're listening. Probably if you like swipe um, left or right or something um, and then you'll be able to find it. Or if you go all the way back to soundcloud.com slash lovesterewaste, there you'll find the, the show notes as well. And in the show notes, we pack it with links and useful information uh, that uh, we haven't been able to put in the Uh, episode but that we think that you should read or uh, take a moment to look at so always check the show notes after you've listened to an episode as always we'd love to get your feedback on the podcast what topics do you want us to tackle in future episodes let us know and do leave us a review on apple podcast or whatever app you're listening to us uh, in that makes it a lot easier for more people to find us. And it's also super fun for us to read it. Mm, yes. <laughs> We're super grateful for everybody helping us to reach out with the podcast. And for sources, please check the show notes that Evelina just explained. And the jingle, our lovely new revamped jingle, is done by Michael Steinkellner of Merlin Sound. And it's so great. Yeah, we love it. Mm. Love Steer Waste is a collaboration between Circulus and The Good Tribe. We're always open to new ideas and collaborations. Visit us on lovesteerwaste.biz. Spread the love using hashtag lovesteerwaste. I'm Evelina Lundqvist. And I'm Marlene Litt. And you've listened to Love Zero Waste.